This was pretty vulnerable. I think I mentioned this before. One mistake I made was thinking people thought. I thought was people thought at the same level as me. Some people thought at a higher level than me. You know, it's very easy for people to like look at us as leaders, but a lot of times the people that we were so-and-so leading, they actually had probably better leadership skills than we did. I had to learn was, hey, look, just because they call me a leader doesn't mean I am the leader. Welcome to the Journey Podcast with Aaron and Jessica Rocamontes, where we share our journey to building a seven-figure network marketing company. This podcast is designed to best record and document our lessons learned and best practices to be able to share our experience so that you can avoid things we did wrong and improve all the things we did right. Hey, welcome to the Journey Podcast. As you can see, we are in a different scenery, different studio. It is beautiful. Um, what do you think about it, Jessica? Well, you took my word. It's pretty oh. in here. It's really pretty in here. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if you have not heard of Launchbox in Fort Worth, and if you're nearby or living in Fort Worth, come check this out. In fact, it's 12,000 square foot of amazingness. So if you're an entrepreneur, uh, if you're a small business owner, if you're a content creator, uh, they have multiple studios that you can help scale your business. So mm -hmm. Launchbox Fort Worth, thank you so much for the, they are actually sponsoring this episode and we really appreciate you guys and uh, thank you for everything you're doing. So this is going to be a little bit different. Uh, in fact, we're going to have a conversation and we're inviting you on and into our conversation. Uh, so we actually posted something on social media and we want to hear from you. As you know, as you've been following uh, both Jessica and I on our journeys, is we want to show value and provide lessons learned, best practices in our nine years of building our network marketing business, mm -hmm. and also our journey to scaling to a seven-figure business. We want to share that with you. So we asked you guys, give us questions, and we have a ton of questions to get to today. And so I'm sure Jessica is super stoked about it. And you know my personality. Yes, I'm so stoked about it. Yeah, she loves the camera uh, and she loves uh, all this, all these things. So, yes. but here's I'm the deal: learning to love it. So yes, we learn to get out of our comfort zone so right? we can serve you and uh, share with you um, our our journey. I really am excited though. So, just I wanted to say that too. All right. So here's the first question, and I'll let you take it. Okay. Okay. You ready? You don't even know what the question is. It's perfect. No. Okay. okay. What is a milestone or achievement that was particularly meaningful <laughs> for both of you? Particularly. I can't hey, dude, even say I'm vulnerable. Either. That's authentic. Par partic yeah, particularly. Yeah. You, don't, okay. you don't need to pass grade school to be in network marketing. All right. It was not a requirement. So okay. what is a milestone or achievement that really uh, stood out to you? So um, I think whenever we had first hit our first, um, I guess, big pin in business. That was really important to me. And I know that we've talked before and that was important to him as well, just because that was the first time that as a couple, we had grown our business mm -hmm. together and doing something. And then um, it was important to me because I noticed how much our team had collaborated with each other and worked together. And we all fought hard to do it together. And um, I had never experienced anything like that before. And so that for me was just a pivotal moment in us growing as a team and growing um, our network marketing business. So Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I remember the day uh, where we had the phone call and mm -hmm. our, uh, our upline was like, hey, today or this month may be the day that we can actually rank advance. And, and the, the rank that we're talking about is about 0.001% 
of all network marketing in our community will ever really reach that level. So it's, it's a big deal. And it was about two years and nine months. So we've been grinding the business, been mm-hmm. serving, been doing all the things and yeah. for two years, nine months. And we just knew that uh, it was going to happen. We didn't know when it was going to happen. We didn't know how it was going to happen. But we knew that if we served one more, that it would happen. And so to Jessica's point, in fact, uh, we actually, it was actually my, so my mom, if you know anything, my mom is in business with us. Mm-hmm. And so once we hit that level, I, we received a gift and I still have it today. We both still have it. Yeah. It's hanging up on our wall. And it's a picture and it's a picture of a tree and mm-hmm. it has the fingerprints of all the people that was in our team at that point to help hit that rank advance, that level has that fingerprint, um, on, as, on that tree. It's so, not all fingerprints, but it's like thumbprints sh- sure. or a finger of each person that was a part of our team um, that is on the tree. And so we still have it. It's hanging up on our wall. It looks really cool. And it's just a great reminder of all the work that we put in that early on and um, continue to do, but the milestone that we achieved in doing that. So, And that lesson right there really, really reminds me as a, any entrepreneur, you are a farmer. And there are different seasons that you're going to go through. And, you know, the one season people don't like going through is winter. Have we've had some winter seasons? Mm-hmm. Have plenty. we had extended winter seasons? <laughs> yes, plenty. <laughs> yes. But we know that, you know, we judge our day not on the harvest, but the seed sown. And so we sow seed and we sow seed. And after two years, nine months, we saw that harvest. We saw our team collaborate, get together for a big mission, a big goal. And honestly, it, it, I just remember the emotion I cried, you cried, we cried, everybody was crying. And I remember thinking like, we have something amazing and that's community and that's people. And so, mm-hmm. uh, great question. Okay, so here, here's another one. Towards uh, me or towards you? I will see, we'll see. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> okay. Whoever has the answer uh, immediately, I guess. Okay. How do you manage your time, time between running your business and spending time with your family? Do you want to answer first? I would love to answer this. So how do you manage your time between running your business and spending time with your family? So one thing I really focus on is not time management. However, it's more priority management. We all have 168 hours a week. We all have 24 hours a week. However, when I look at time, I look at, and you know this, keep me honest, but I have anchor points. Yes. In the calendar, we share a calendar, yes. right? Yes, we do. Yes, mm-hmm. and I, if I do something or book something or if you book something, you send me that invite. Yep. And I accept it 99% of the time. Or decline it, yes. Or decline it. <laughs> or tentative, maybe it. We'll talk yes. about it later. A maybe. <laughs> However, there's anchor points within our calendar that are immovable. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, specifically on Sundays, we get together, and this could be a best practice, but for a couple... With a family, you know, a total of five, we get together and we say, okay, these are the most important things in our life and they don't, they are not moved. Mm-hmm. And then we build around it. And so for me, priority to me is my faith. It is my family. And then it's relationships and within those relationships, it's business. And so mm-hmm. it's very easy for me to make quick, swift decisions because I understand, okay, is this moving me further away or closer away from my priorities? Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes those decisions are quick, and I should communicate that to Jessica. Sometimes I got to communicate that after. Mm-hmm. But uh, I find it to be super important, 
especially when you're uh, building a network marketing business with a family and uh, especially when you have children as well. So uh, I have anchor points. So those are a big tip for me. What do you, what do you say, Jessica? <laughs> what do you say? I say the same thing. I mean, I agree with him as far as prior prioritization and what's important to you is what you're going to do most of. And for me, you know, he mentioned faith. That's my first one. Also, the next one for me is my husband and my kids. And so I just go along my day according to what I need to do the most of that day. And, um, I do prioritize my kids a hundred percent, but on days like this where, you know, we're building our business, our network marketing business, sometimes I do have to leave my kids and I'll just give you an example of today. Um, My daughter was very upset that I was leaving the home today, and she was just wondering why I couldn't play with her. And I told her, I played with you earlier today, honey. I played with you several times, you know, today. And she just didn't understand why I was leaving. But I just told her, Daddy and I are going to build a future, and we're going to build a future for you and your brother and your youngest brother. And sometimes that means I have to leave. And was she upset? Yes. She was still very upset. So define upset. I didn't get to see it. She oh, well, upset, she, huh? yeah, she was crying and crying yeah. and crying. Well, I sent you the that picture it. anyway. Picture, uh, um, but she was very upset. And so um, sometimes you just have to do what you have to do in the moment and um, have a conversation about it later. Um, so you are going to have hard times with your kiddos, specifically when you have them. Um but if you just explain it to them and show them that what you're going to do is going to produce something for their future, um, I think that's most important. So, yeah, and really what you're talking about is demonstrating leadership, you know, demonstrating what you see is valuable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, off the cuff question, it's my question. Oh, no. I get to ask questions too. But um, so you're a mom, right? You're your wife. You um, have a lot of different responsibilities around the house. Um, how important is your personal health? Like you, your, your mental health, your physical health, how important that is, is that to you? And I, I asked that question, just so you know, obviously you probably know this, is because there's a lot of probably moms out there, mompreneurs that are, uh, whether they're married, not married, or they have kids or no kids, or I guess they're mommy of kids. Um, you know, <laughs> there, there could be, you know, I know for you for a long time, you would serve the family and serve the family and serve the family and think, okay, I'm doing my part by serving the family but doing an injustice by not actually serving your health, your mental health, your physical health, and take care of you. So how is that important to you now, and what things have you done differently to kind of you know help rejuvenate that? Yeah, so that is definitely important because if you aren't pouring into yourself, you're not going to be able to pour into your family. And I used to definitely push myself so hard to serve, serve, and serve, and fit every single need of every single person before myself, and I just found myself really frustrated, upset, probably crying in the corner sometimes, or in the closet trying to stay away from the kids. (laughs) Um, So I'd say it's pretty important, yes. I just set boundaries, and lately I've been working on waking up a little bit earlier um, to get that time, but sometimes that just doesn't work out with a a two-and-a-half-year-old They just seem to want to wake up whenever you wake up. They just hear you or something. They just know when you're waking up. Um, But yeah, I just prioritize what I want to do during the day. And then again, like you said, anchor points earlier, I just make sure that if I'm trying to accomplish something, I do it and then let them know, hey, I'm trying to do this because it's important because if not, 
then I'm not going to be a good mommy to them or a good wife to you, mm. essentially. And so, um, yeah, boundaries. I set boundaries. Yeah, I know it's really good. So I, I know we're, you know, I just have a conversation here, but you, you demonstrated that a lot. And I'm super proud of you because, you know, for, for me, I don't know if any other dads can relate at all, but you can be at home for like an entire day and mm-hmm. somehow you're still sane mm-hmm. and you have clarity and maybe a little bit of brain fog here and there. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't know, we have a eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a two-year-old. And uh, our daughter, super uh, intuitive, asked mm-hmm. all the questions, like all the questions. Mm-hmm. And our, uh, our both our sons, we call them, uh, basically they're sons of thunder, thunder and lightning, right? So <laughs> my youngest, Ezra, uh, he's a hur- hurricane of joy. So when we walk in the house, we're just like, there's joy just everywhere, right? <laughs> and uh, my oldest, he's, he's been fun. So I'm super proud of you. That's a big improvement, I know, and uh, I think that's really important, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, another, uh, I think, good question is, and this is simple, I think, for us, for sure. In what ways has your journey in network marketing contributed to your personal growth and development? So I know we both can answer that, but if you got something, why don't you, and you can, you can just. Yeah, so for me, whenever I first started in the network marketing business, it was, just being very transparent, I was very much in my own shell. Um, you could say I'm an introvert for sure, but I didn't like talking to anybody. I never looked anybody in the eye. I never wanted to have a conversation. Just wanted to stay to myself and my husband, essentially. Um, I was always in his shadow, always the wife of, never like my name, hey, this is Jessica. It was, hey, this is the wife of Jessica. Or the, <laughs> the <laughs> no, wife of Aaron. The wife. <laughs> the wife of Aaron. And so I would say definitely I've had to push myself to get out of my comfort zone for sure. And that just um, really made me grow a lot because I didn't want to. But essentially Aaron pushed me yes. out of the nest. Um, but it was a lot of reading and it was a lot of listening to different podcasts, different audios of different people that encouraged me. And so, um, I mean, that for sure was important. So I, I think about a time, right. And we can, we could chat right here for a second, but I thought about a time where we had an opportunity to speak in front of our first like small crowd and there was maybe 50 people there. You had to remind me when that was. Oh, you'll remember. Okay. Okay. So it was um, about 50 people. And I told you one day, I said, hey, you know, you probably want to start learning how to talk in front of people because you're going to be very successful in this business. And what I find is when there's success, we're going to be on bigger stages and bigger stages. Mm-hmm. And the first time we were called up to kind okay, of share, yeah 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 yeah, 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 share some of our success, we go up there and I'm out there guns a blazing, right? Talking about like mm-hmm. building the business and doing all the things. And you go up there and, you know, it, it was a struggle, right? Yeah, no, I cried. I cried, cried. the entire... <laughs> I literally <laughs> cried the entire yeah, time. Your talk was a cry and people like came came up to you afterwards saying you did a great job. It was mm-hmm. awesome. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like nothing. But what, what happened is you went up there and that was a, a foundation to years later, uh, we had an invitation to talk into, uh, talk to a crowd of almost 10,000 people mm-hmm. in person, right? And so watching that transformation and just give you that uh, black and white contrast of you went, you, you went from, like you said, like being a shadow of mine to actually finding your own authenticity, your own self, and your own strength. So it's awesome. 
Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll share a couple of things for myself. Uh, when I think of like personal growth, I believe network marketing definitely was, it was like personal growth on steroids. So I believe uh, one of the skill sets I learned really well because of network marketing in the community is positive mental attitude. And, you know, I used to think I had positive mental attitude until you go through something really negative. Then, then we can figure out, hey, do we really have a positive mental attitude? And so I'll just kind of share a couple of the stories. But, you know, our son, when he was born, he was actually admitted to the NICU for 21 days immediately. And so uh, that was really tough for me. That was our firstborn. Mm-hmm. That was a super, like, difficult labor for uh, Jessica. Um, but for us, in terms of, like, what happened afterwards, and so I had to jump in the ambulance. Jessica didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's our first baby. We're going from Southwest Hospital straight to Cook's Children. And all I can think of is it's all going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. And mm-hmm. uh, we got through that. And then um, I know uh, personally we had to figure out, you know, just first time ever being married, first time ever being married with a kid, first time ever being married with two kids, first time ever being married with three kids. And, and the business being added to that as and well. And the business being added to it and, right. um, you know, responsibilities and leadership Oh, by the way, working a full-time job mm-hmm. um, on top of that. So being a uh, top performer at the job, being a top performer in the business, and then making sure I'm doing all that. And then mm-hmm. you add what's the most important part, which I told you, which is my faith and spending time <laughs> with the Lord and spending time with the thing that's the most important and not losing yourself in the process. So mm-hmm. I would say to be able to do all that, it comes with personal development, leadership and skill development and prioritizing uh, uh, your time and what's important to you and things of that such. And so um, that's what that's definitely what we had to do in those times. So this is a really good question. What are you most grateful for in this journey? I'll let you answer first. Um, so for me, what I'm most grateful for is definitely, you know, my husband for sure, absolutely. Um, just because if we weren't working on something together. I do feel like we'd be doing something separate and um, not as together together as we are now and in unity as we are now. And so definitely grateful for that. But I'm also grateful for, you know, the growth that I've had personally, just because I wouldn't have also had that if it wasn't for the network marketing industry. And then the community that we've had behind us for so long, those people have definitely helped shape who I am for sure, along the way. And so grateful for the community, grateful for my husband, um, just grateful, honestly, for what is called the journey along the way. And I know that we're not done yet. I know that there's plenty more to come, but that itself um, is just special to me. So that's what I'm grateful for. Awesome. Well, I'm grateful for you too, babe. Oh, okay. Yeah, for all the things. You're not just saying that because I said that? No, no, not at all. <laughs> okay. But there's a lot of reciprocity that does yes. happen in that process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, uh, obviously you've been my number one business partner. Most mm-hmm. importantly, you've been my wife. And we've been together since we we're 16. Mm-hmm. So you know everything, everything about, about me. <laughs> and uh, for sure, for the last three years, everything, as yes. you know, as you know. And so super appreciative of, you know, you made a statement a while ago, but you said, I married you, not your career. And so you've always been uh, behind me in that. No matter how much I push you out of your comfort zone, no matter how much you say, do we have a plan? I'm like, nope, let's just roll with it, Mm -hmm. right? And that's my personality, but you are, um, you're amazing. 
Uh, I'm grateful for our kids. I'm grateful for, you know, I'm grateful for the struggles. You know, I believe um, you have to go through pain to eventually go through positivity. And that's something that uh, we've had to learn too as well of, you know, we have to be able to go through the struggle and learn from that struggle and so that we can actually live in victory. Mm-hmm. And we've heard this our entire career, but our greatest struggle will be our greatest victory. And I believe mm-hmm. that um, our, our marriage is one of our greatest victories mm-hmm. and our marriage isn't defined how much money we make. It's not defined uh, of, you know, what the world defines it as. But it's, you know, it's us. And mm-hmm. so we can be authentically us, which is I'm super grateful for, right? Yeah. I'm grateful for the team. I'm grateful for the community. Um, lots of stories there. I remember uh, driving six hours one way, six hours one way back. And I would drive six hours one way just to meet with somebody. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm getting in the car and I'm going to, where did I go? Arkansas? Yeah. Northwest Arkansas. And there's somebody out there that wants to learn about, you know, the business opportunity and I'd get there and they wouldn't be there and I'd get in the back in the car and I'd drive back and, yep. you know, I'd fill, fill up my car with, with, with gasoline and a dream and come back and... You'd uh, go to work I'd go to time. work. I wouldn't, yeah. yeah. Thank, thankfully, there was an anytime fitness across the street. I'd take a shower mm-hmm. and then go didn't to work. smell so bad. It wouldn't smell so bad. And so did all those things. And so I'm grateful for the people in our lives that believe in us and continue to believe in us. And so and all the stories, right? Yeah, the fight which, along the way. Which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Which is all part of the journey. Journey. Okay, so <laughs> uh, here you go. What's one mistake you made that turned out to be a valuable lesson for building your business? I'm going to have to think about that one. You can go first. So mistakes? I don't know. I, I say... We didn't make mistakes. We just lessons learned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I would say, uh, okay, I'll tell you one mistake. This is pretty vulnerable. I think I mentioned this before, but w- one mistake I made was thinking people thought. Okay. I'll, I'll explain, explain yourself. On that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so one thing I, I, I thought was people thought at the same level as me, but also that's not being negative or positive. Some people thought at a higher level than me. And so for me, I, I believe that making sure that I had clarity in my message and that I communicated the right uh, thing. So I don't, know if you, I don't know if you remember, but when I was leading my, you know, we're leading our first team of like, what, three people, <laughs> <laughs> team of five people, team of seven people is, you know, it's very easy for people to like look at us as leaders. But a, a lot of times uh, the people that we were so-and-so leading, they actually had probably more better leadership skills than we did. And so making sure that, um, uh, you know, one of the mistakes I, I had to learn was, hey, look, just because they call me a leader doesn't mean I am the leader. And I had to make sure that they're around actual leaders that can, uh, you know, help them grow at, at the pace they want to grow. And more importantly, at, at, the, at the outcome they want, because mm-hmm. they may want a different outcome than I want. And so making sure we line that up good. Okay. Yeah. No, I, as soon as you said that, it made me think of exactly the mistake I made. And that was exactly what you just said, almost to a T anyway. It was, the mistake I made was thinking that everybody had the same goal that I had and wanted to pursue the same thing I wanted Mm -hmm. to pursue. And so in the, what I would used to do was tell them to do exactly what I did or the exact steps that maybe Aaron did in order to get to where we were, but not necessarily thinking, oh, they might be do wanting to do something different or be at a certain 
different place than where we were at. And so I would say that was definitely a mistake I learned early on just because everybody does have different goals. Everybody has different circumstances. You know, at the time when we first got in business, we only had one kid. And then shortly we had after we had two. Shortly thereafter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then after that we had three. And so it's learning along the way how to build a business differently in different seasons and everybody's in a different season. And so I think that's really what I had to learn is everybody's just different and not necessarily wanting to do exactly what you want to do. And that has to be okay. So that's good stuff. All right. So got a couple more here. Okay. This is a good one. Whoever asked this one, this is a good one. All right. So how have you adapted to changes and trends in the network marketing industry over the past nine years? You can answer that one. Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll let you answer it. No, Me? you answer that okay. one. Okay. All right. So, You've done most of the yeah, adapting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the adapting. So I would say as business, when internet hit, obviously there's trends and there's drivers. And so over the last uh, nine years, we've built the business using certain strategies. Over the last three years, um, we realized that, hey, you know what? Social media is a big strategy in building your business. We understand that online and digital marketing is a big strategy to building any type of business. And we understand just marketing strategies as a whole. And really focusing on uh, what I think you could agree upon, uh, which is defined as attraction marketing, which is ultimately um, you know, attracting your, your perfect uh, client or your perfect prospect through content creation, uh, something similar like this through a podcast. And we want to be able to connect with people that want to connect with us as opposed to connecting with people that don't want to connect with us makes a lot of sense. And so mm-hmm. definitely using social media, um, social media marketing, um, and also using uh, you know online and, and digital marketing efforts as well, which this is brand new for Jessica, by the way. I've been on social media for many years, and mm-hmm. uh, I used people used to call me the social media queen, even though I'm a dude, but I ultimately, oh yeah, oh yeah, well, because I'm pretty savvy on social media. You are savvy. Women but... are really good on social media. <laughs> so it's just one of those things, it's kind of weird to know. So if you're listening to this in the, in the car, uh, let me explain. So Jessica is newer to social media, and for those of you out there that are thinking, hey, can I build a business differently using social media, Jessica is a great person to point to because obviously you had to have the courage to show up on social media and to start learning and so um, I've been watching on social media. You've been posting some things. What are, what are you learning right now? So I am definitely learning a lot, um, mainly to just put myself out there and make mistakes in order to, you know, figure out what it is that works and what doesn't work. Um, and so I think that's what I'm learning specifically right now is just to make a big mess and eventually it'll get better. Um, so I'm basically just going through different, what do you call them? Reels and different, different things on social (laughs) media. I've always been on social media, but I was one of those people that would just scroll. Yes. You consumed, you consumed social media that create, but I love like watching people's pictures, like their videos and things like that. We communicate via reels. Yeah. Like often. We were that couple. In fact, you send me a reel talking about us communicating in reels. Right. So, yeah. So I'm just doing a lot of research right now, putting myself out there and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And I'm just 
going according to that, honestly. Um, so. so so our strategy for you is very simple, and that is to what a week? To post one thing a to week. To post one thing a week, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it sounds simple, but for those of you that are not on social media, you're like, man, that's you know, I don't know if I'll put my face out there or I don't know if, you know, how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's so funny because, you know, if you're a content creator, you know, Jessica, you know this about me. She's like, you always have your phone on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, it doesn't matter where we're at. We're at Brahms or at Andy Custard's or we're, I'm just like real quick camera pick, real quick yep. camera picture, you know, and I, I splice them all together and edit it and all that, all those things. So he does it very quickly. I, I can't, it's, it's a it skill you're learning. Fast. You'll do it as quick. However, I see her now randomly with a camera out or your phone out, and I just mm. giggle and laugh because I'm like, there she is being that influencer. <laughs> I keep a bunch of things in my photo, I guess, the photos in your, my phone. Yeah. And then eventually I'll figure out what works best and just, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But I'm way. proud of you, you know, social media. And so so obviously you're learning how to post, you're learning how to, what, you're learning your, your, what you like and what, how you want to show up. Um, how difficult, and, and maybe it was so simple for you, but you know, I think a lot of people struggle with like, hey, how can I just be authentic in front of a camera? How can I just be myself uh, without having to feel like I'm being somebody else? Did you struggle with that, or were you able to just be like, hey, I'm just gonna post this, post, do a post, and whatever happens, happens? Like, how do you? Very much so. If I'm gonna post something, then either it's gonna be really good, or it's gonna be really bad, and I just have to be okay with it because eventually, hopefully, it'll be good. And um, like I said earlier, I'm just okay with making mistakes now. At first, I definitely wasn't. I didn't, like you mentioned earlier, you mentioned earlier, I did not want to put myself out there at all. I think just the fear of failure is something that a lot of people go through. And um, that was something that was very big for me. But you won't learn unless you fail at least once or twice or maybe 20 times. And so, you know, just getting that in my head that nothing's going to be perfect. So My my favorite thing was uh, when you're uh, cutting a video like, 15 times and I'm like just post it you yeah. know just yeah. post it somebody will you know I still it, have a little bit of the perfectionist mindset for sure absolutely which you know I you know I appreciate part of that too as well mm-hmm. and so obviously we we started a podcast we uh started a YouTube channel uh we have mm-hmm. a our own Instagram for personal branding mm-hmm. we have our own Facebook um and we also have other things that works too as well in fact, um, you can hear in the next couple of days or so, you know, we, we put together a, uh, a digital network marketing masterclass as three days. And it's really for uh, network marketers that want to build it differently, don't know how, don't know where to, uh, to get the information. Uh, we put nine years of experience plus a uh, mixed experience of building it with more of a, a different lens through attraction marketing. And we'll provide that to you in the link below as well. But, you know, for us, we just want to provide value to, to you guys, to network marketing community. And so watching you build on social media has been super fun. Uh, okay, so, oh, here's a good one. How do you cope with rejection and how have you turned it into motivation? That's for you, honey. Me? me? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, fine, I'll go. So instead of re- rejection, think redirection. So there's two distinctions I would really focus. So, all right, so you could... You, you live with me, so you know what's up. So when I would get rejected and I go, and so when I would go out and I would build it with, you know, um, kind of old school strategies, I would go meet people like a grocery store or mm-hmm. at a gym mm-hmm. and it would be like, Hey, how's it going? Good. I like your shirt. I like your shirt. My name's Aaron. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, you know, ask them, you know, ask that person if they're looking for an opportunity and 
I come back, feel rejected, and I didn't feel like to, I didn't feel like wanting to go out again. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. And you see me kind of frustrated and just be like, "Oh, I met like ten people today, or I met five people today, but they don't want to give it. They don't want to get in. They don't want to buy a product. They don't want to be a part of the opportunity." Well, one, I believe that um, I was probably coming from an inauthentic state. I was looking to maybe get somebody in the business versus add value to them. So I had to change that drastically mm-hmm. and be people-centric and add value to people. But also what helped me was making the distinction between behavior and identity. Being a reject and somebody rejecting an opportunity is different. And so um, I know for me, and I, I know you and I have had a lot of talks about this, but struggling with the, the distinction of what is a behavior versus an identity and so I just started to realize I am not a reject. Just people uh, may not want the opportunity that I'm offering. One is probably because I was weird, right? <laughs> I was being weird. I was stalking people at Target, you know, um, back in the, the, in the good old days. Um, but now it's like, hey, I want to come with authenticity. And I know uh, who I am in Christ. I know who, what I bring. And I'm really wanting to lead with value, right? And so, so for me, motivation isn't... Um, is like I'm motivated. It's actually in the doing. The more I do, the more I'm motivated. Um, so that's kind of my thing. How do you how do you handle rejection? I know, I know. Obviously, rejection can come in different form. Maybe it's um, when when somebody goes prospecting, or maybe you feel rejected at home. I mean, in terms of just overall rejection, what what comes to mind? Um. So whenever I see rejection, I just see it as. Someone just not wanting to potentially, like you mentioned, take on whatever opportunity that you're giving them. And for me, that's just, I, I don't feel like I've really, and this what? sounds terrible. I don't really, really feel like I've had too much of a hard time with that. I've just been very much on the side of, okay, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do Good it. Good job, Jessica. And maybe give me, that's... Give me, give me some of this. <laughs> and maybe so. that's just my personality too because I'm super what they call phlegmatic. So I'm yeah. like laid back and like, okay, whatever. They don't want to do it. That's fine. I don't want to force somebody to do something they don't want to do. And then when you do force someone to do something they don't want to do, it doesn't turn out good for either of you. And so I guess... It's true. It's more of a struggle trying to force somebody to do something that they don't want to do versus them actually wanting to do something. I think it's different with our kids, though. What do you mean? Like, you you definitely want to force them to do something. Well, when it comes to cleaning their room or something, totally. (laughs) But, like, when it comes to business in general, yeah. yeah. But with my kids, I mean, I felt rejected by my kids before just because when they love – to hang out with daddy more yeah. for sure. Um, well, you do but all the work and love and absolutely, and but support. then I realize they see me a whole lot more than they see him, um, and so. Well, side note, I will say that if you if you have parent or if you're a parent with kids, we definitely do a really good job at edifying one another when the mm-hmm. other one's not around. So yeah. when Alexa, you know, our daughter comes to us and like I want to tell you about mommy, I'm like, well, let me let me tell you about mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's amazing. She's yeah. awesome. She's like, oh, okay, yeah. So, so that's definitely important too. All right. In your opinion, what sets apart someone who achieves remarkable success in network marketing from those who struggle to progress? So I just think of two words, uh, resourcefulness and problem solving. You know, I believe that if you are resourceful and you decide to problem solve and look for a solution, you'll eventually continue down that journey and you'll get uh, to a point where I think you will ultimately uh, achieve the success that you want. 
And I, I say that simply be, because even in this industry and outside the in, in this industry, those are two skills that I believe will serve you the rest of your life is, is if you, you know, if you need money, you know where to find it. If you need, uh, you know, tools for, you know, building a business, you'll know where to find it. If you need talent, you know where to find it. Um, and, and you, you solve for problems, um, very well. So, uh, any thoughts to that? Not really? No. All right. So let's see here. How do you approach the balance between recruiting new members and supporting existing ones within your network? So there's multiple approaches. Um, obviously, there's a few modalities when building network marketing business. Uh, when we were building it a more uh, with offline strategies, I would say community is by far the most important. Mm -hmm. And so I believe your culture is built around, around five types of tribes. And I, I know you haven't read this book yet or mm -mm. looked into it. But ultimately, there's, the culture is the language and behavior of our organization. So the onboarding process of a new uh, business owner, the health of that new person is really de determined by the health of the existing organization. And so mm -hmm. think of any type of maybe congregation or, or business. When somebody shows up and they feel safe, they feel love, they feel, they feel a sense of belonging, mm -hmm. they have a, a specific onboarding uh, for developing skills to be successful, um, then I believe that will help the new person. And then obviously the community, what do we, you know, what do we do for, um, you know, building that sense of community? I believe in-person community is, is most effective, most important. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, having kind of multiple touch points, um, whether that's online or offline, um, and just building authentic bonds. You know, this is just, uh, this is me. We talked about this, but building bonds, not around the business, but around the relationships. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to build bonds around I support you as a person. Mm -hmm. I enjoy you first. And then the business comes in, mm -hmm. not necessarily the business first and then the friendship second. I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. We've, and like you said, we've talked about it several times. We absolutely love people. We love serving people. And so for us, it's always been about the relationship. So if anything ever happens, you know, people know that we've got their best interests at heart and we're not going to be out to get them or whatever it may be business-wise. Um, we've always said when we first started our network marketing business, we want to treat people as family. And that's just always how we've wanted to treat people. Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so, all right, this is a good one. Have you collaborated with other entrepreneurs or business outside the network marketing industry and what were, were, were the outcomes? So, you know, we have friends outside the network yeah, marketing industry. Yeah, friends outside. And I would say that um, it, it's, I think it's very healthy to have diversity and friendship, especially in different industries because it gives you insight. So we have friends um, that we recently got connected with as well, a few set of friends that are not in the network marketing industry, and they provide a lot of good insights and perspectives that we even think about. You know, mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's a very healthy thing. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's important to have somebody that is not in the same industry because sometimes, in my opinion, the perception can be skewed if they're just in business with you and they want what you want, essentially. And so they're going to give you advice or perspective based on that versus someone who's not a part of the conversation at all or not in your business at all. 
they can give you a completely different perspective and maybe see something that you don't see um, that can help you essentially like a blind spot maybe um, that you don't see about yourself or in your business. And so they can give you that different perspective. Yep. And so uh, here, here's a, here's a good one. This should be, you might cry. We'll see. Um, um, may, maybe not. But what personal sacrifices have you made when serving your team and building your business? Our business. I would say the biggest sacrifice that we've made along the way, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is just time with our family. Um, mm-hmm. And that always hasn't been true. But, you know, as your kids grow up and they get older, um, maybe you can miss out on a, moments here and there that you wish you could have been a part of. Um, but I would say, you know, that has been the biggest one, maybe just time at you know, different family functions or birthdays or things like that. Um, but that's what I would say for the most part is the yeah. biggest sacrifice we've made. We've made sacrifices financially also. Um, but for me, that's not as much as the time with our family that we've missed out on. Sure. And this is based off our personal perspective and, right. uh, you know, life, right? Everybody has their mm-hmm. own journey. However, we, you know, we want to be, um, you know, top earners, but to make, uh, the big three, right, which is time, money, impact. We want to mm-hmm. make a huge impact. Um, the vision is to impact 1 billion entrepreneurs around the world, indirectly or directly, um, and, and really for the kingdom of God, right, mm-hmm. for, for the glory of God. And so we know we're going to have to make some sacrifices and some investments. However, sometimes, um, you know, you look back and you say, wow, we have a 9-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 2-year-old. Where did the time go? Mm-hmm. Because we have three hourglasses that we get to watch the uh, sands of time just fall every single day. And I really feel like most parents can say that, like, where did the time go? But I think when you're building a business specifically, um, it can be just a little bit different. Absolutely. And so, you know, when we solved for that problem and we said, okay, what can we do differently so that we can grow the business, uh, do it authentically alignment to us mm-hmm. and in a way where we can be more present with our kids and have more time with our family. And that's where we found, um, the new way of selling a new way of network marketing. And that's why we're so passionate about uh, this new way and teaching other people and el- other fellow network marketers and, and our team, how to, to build in a way where you can actually have more time, uh, more money, more impact. And, um, do it, do it a little more authentically. Yeah, and just reach a different generation. Yeah. I feel like the newest generation is definitely more social media oriented. For sure. I know this just because I'm trying to learn it all, but yeah. Yeah, you have a nephew too that is yes. definitely showing us social media. Yes, yes, he's 14, so he's yeah. definitely all in it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I would say, uh, I think that's pretty much wraps it up, and so Man, guys, uh, last these parting words is, you know, we appreciate you, um, you know, watching or listening, depending on if you're on mm-hmm. YouTube or podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We hope that this brings you value always. Um, and because we believe in the network marketing community, uh, we believe that it's not perfect, but it is better. 